Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to The Toast. Happy Monday, which should be just terrible. But here's why it's not, Jax. Ready? I think I know why. One, we're together. And like, seriously, how bad can life be when I'm sitting here with my sis? Life's good. Two, it's a short week. We've got a holiday weekend, a bank holiday, whatever you want to call it this weekend. Don't fret. It's really, if you think about it, Tuesday. Technically speaking. Yeah, if you want to get technical. Yeah, no, it's very, very exciting to be embarking on a shirt week. Is that what you thought I was going to say? No, we have a really exciting afternoon planned. Oh, we so do. that just puts a pep in the step. Yeah, it's a big uh, BHD. I don't know it's if you guys know what that is, BHD. A big Harry day. We got big plans with Harry today. Yeah, Harry kind of like scheduled time with me last week today. I cleared my schedule and I kind of got like extra dressed up. I showed a little leg for Harry. Harry loves a little leg. I think he'll find, I feel like he could play with the prickly hairs on my legs. They're like fascinating. I feel like he could play with that for like 30 minutes. We'll give him a shot. Yeah. We'll see what he says. It's going to be his first time at the studio. <laughs> it is. And I don't know, I guess we should have like cleaned up or something. Like gotten some balloons. I don't know. Yeah, no, he, he loves cords and he loves lights. He's going to freak. He loves cords. And lights. Feels like maybe he's taking after his auntie and wants to work in IT. Maybe. You are kind of been his mentor. Just like, yeah, I would say muse, but sure. Yeah, his, what is that called? Inspiration? Like a person, I guess a mentor. Yeah, but like, it's not a strong enough word for what Harry and I have. Yeah, do you have a mentor? That's a really good question. I think I would say, in not in all walks of life, but in many walks of life, I would consider Brian a mentor of mine. Yeah. Like for, about business but and I money. But I feel like when you have a mentor, it's like establish that they're your mentor. Like now when I think... Me, like, I'm going to text Brian and I, say like, do you are think you, you're my mentor? You think, no, no. That sounds like you're accusing him of considering oh, you're himself right. his, the mentor. Be I'm like, going to say that... Like, would you say you're my mentor? Would you say that you're my mentor? Like, I kind of feel like when people have a mentor, it's like a conversation they have. Like, will you be my mentor? Right, no, there's like an interview. Like, there's like a declaration. And you're like their chosen one and vice versa. And it's a very flattering to be someone's mentor, but it's also a huge opportunity to be a mentee. I also feel like in a lot of ways, like, you're my mentor. Because when I think about, like, okay, if I have a decision to make, who do I call? Yeah. Like, you, mom, Brian. No, but like a mentor is someone who is, like, intentionally shepherding you through the workplace really and your career and like I'm just your big sis and I yeah. love to give you advice that's why I didn't say you at first because it's like so obvious like my mentor I feel like Brian honestly yeah but he's also your friend like do you I go think that's and have the best type of mentor mentee relationship for, for sure but he's like not 
textbook mentor. No, no, we're but we've never been traditional girlies, me and Brian. You know, that's true. Just breaking, you know, glass ceilings and such. I feel like people don't have mentors anymore, and it shows. I think it's definitely like an outdated concept, but it's a nice one. But I just. I don't know how to get linked up with a mentor. I certainly don't have a mentor. No, I think it's definitely hard to find a mentor, which is why when you have one, it's like such a sacred bond and relationship. Yeah. You don't go through mentors like you go through bosses. Like Yeah, no, and like they, whatever company you go to, like they still, mentee, even if you met at one company, like they're still your mentor. They're still mentoring. They kind of mentor you forever. It's a lifelong thing, I feel. It's kind of a really sweet relationship, and I feel like there should be more of them. Well, I'll keep you posted. Brian hasn't answered me yet, so... I'll keep you posted on whether it's a mutual. But it's like if we needed, if we got mentors, they would have to be like kind of big wigs in entertainment or yeah. podcasting. Yeah. Who's your dream mentor? Oh, my dream mentor, dead or alive, Joan Rivers. Alive. Honestly, Kelly Clarkson is yeah, my dream Kelly. mentor. Like Taylor, like obviously, but it's like such like, a lame you, answer. No, no, but like really, like Kelly works in every space that like yeah. I would want to work in. Yeah, well, furniture, Inclu- furniture, Music. including um, talk show. Right, right. You know what I mean? I actually think that she could be of service to me. I don't know. I don't really feel like there's anybody out there who I would want to be my mentor. Thus, just kind of propelling me forward to be the mentor I wish to see in the world. That's beautiful. Like, I hope there's millions of young girls out there saying, my dream mentor is Claudia, you know? Would you mentor anyone? Sure. I feel like I I dabble. I feel like you dabble too, because you are... Shut up. What did I call you? The influencer mentor. The influencer (laughs) mentor. Yeah, Jack basically just called me old, but... No. I've gotten comfortable with the title. But that's really, like, actually what you were just referring to. Yeah. When you said you dabble. Yeah. You are kind of an influencer mentor. There are, like, a bunch of girlies who I think seek out my advice pretty frequently, and I'm more than willing to give. Yeah. I feel like I've actually made some really, like, especially Remy, like when Remy has an issue, I feel like she actually comes to me a lot. And I feel like I give very sound sage advice. The influencer mentor. Yeah. That should be. You kind of spoke it into existence. Well, I was just picking up what you were already putting down. Right. Still no response from Ryan, just checking. I feel like a mentor should respond sooner. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. It's kind of like, well. I guess not. Maybe he's so busy responding to his actual mentees. Perhaps not. Perhaps not. I feel like he actually is a certified mentor to other people, though. For sure. Like, because he comes from the corporate world. Definitely. Definitely. Um, So it's so great to be back with you, Jax. I had such a crazy busy weekend because I watched everything on the face of the planet. I watched American Idol last night, which we're going to talk about because we have it as a story. It was the finale. I watched, I started Queen Charlotte, the Bridgerton prequel. It's very good. I watched Succession. Ooh. Zach watched Succession while I read, Ooh. so I caught bits and pieces, but I didn't watch last week either because I'm out and I'm done. There's no such thing as a spoiler in a show that where nothing happens. It's horrible. Last uh, night was the funeral. I, I caught bits and pieces. Ooh. Never ending. Yeah, well, at least it ends next week. Oh, is it ready? La- next week is the series finale. The thing is, is like... I was trying to think of this morning, like my thoughts on the show so I could share them on today's episode. And, you know, a lot of people compare it to Yellowstone because it's like about a family business succession. And I feel like there have been parts in times in Yellowstone where like the plot wasn't plotting, you know. Yeah, right now. But the characters are so beloved, beloved and 
really, I could watch them do anything and I would love it. And I feel like every episode on Succession, they chip away at the last few things you might have liked about a character like Roman. Like they just get like they strip you of that so you don't even care like when crazy things are happening to them bad or good you literally don't fucking care yeah because you don't like these are morally corrupt depraved people like they have no they have nothing like nothing even remotely you'd think okay like kendall something's going on with the kids like maybe that's something no that elicited a reaction for me like why should kendall have custody full custody of his kids of course not did she even know them no but like his kids like one of his daughters like was like attacked or something and he like didn't care like so it's like even like the last line of like he didn't care i thought he cared i thought i caught that he cared no like the mom was freaking out and wants to get them out of town he was like you're being dramatic and now he wants custody and now he wants custody. I yeah. feel that he wants custody. Because, like, the mom is just being, like, overly then, protective. Like, what qualifies you to have custody? Literally. Like, you're... No, so it's, like, even, like, the... Like, okay, your kids. Like, even that, they, they yeah. don't care about anything. They stand for nothing. And so you really just... You can't feel bad for them. You can't celebrate their success. And that's why the show, in my opinion, like, is a flop. Because, of course, not every season of every show is going to have the best writing. You would hope, you know, the final season it would. But if, even on a show where, like whatever the writing plot sucks you love the characters what i've seen people say is like no we love tom and greg like oh no i don't that they're the beloved they're the comic relief maybe they're a little bit funny but they too like stand they stand for less <laughs> they stand for less like they're just obsessed with like money because they're outsiders so it's like they're even more desperate yeah for success and money and fame and like they're there's like this big scandal at atn and like all they care about is like their names being in it like they're the two of the biggest losers ever. Like at one point I found them comical for sure. But no, the show is so bad. And like, I will not, I, people are like, Claudia, you don't get it. It's satire. I'm like, you just have a low bar for comedy. Like this shit literally sucks. It sucks. And you literally cannot convince me otherwise. Eat my ass, bitch. You just have a low bar for comedy. Eat my ass, bitch. Yeah. And I, that's the succession recap. Oh, that's all you truly need to know. I'm not going to bore you. With my recap of the most boring 90 minutes they made it. It was like 80 minutes. I'm like, you're kidding me. Right. I know. I saw. I was like waiting for it to be over. So Zach me was too. Like Bruno out. And it was like still 30 more minutes. Yeah. Same. I'm like, like, I paused. I'm like, Ben, pause? this is done in a minute. You can come back in 20 more minutes. Yeah. But I will say your recaps of bad shows usually make, are some of my favorites. Usually make me actually interested in the show. Like you actually got me watching Succession for a few more episodes because of the way you recap that letter. Um, and then another the Morgan thing, letter. The Morgan letter. Oh, that was a good. That's when I thought the season was going to be good. I thought like the whole time we'd be trying to decipher this letter, kind of like Game of Thrones energy. Um, and then I also watched pretty much all of that show I told you to watch. What is Game of Thrones if not a Succession? Exactly. I watched Somebody Somewhere, that Bridget Everett show. I told you that you would like, you would like it. It's basically like Shit's Creek, but everyone's depressed. Uh, yeah, I thought you said it's depressing. It is, but it's got heart. And it's, Bridget Everett is great. She's great. And it's funny, but it's like depressing, you know? Everything's depressing, and that's just not my vibe. Right I know, now. I know, I know. You gotta like protect your, your peace. Yeah, so I, I actually didn't watch a lot of TV this week, and I started our book for the Redheads, which actually, it's called Advika and the Hollywood Wives, and it's like all about Hollywood and celebrity, movie stars, whatever. And this morning when I was looking through the stories, I was like so in the world mm -hmm. of the book that I was like, no, that this is what's happening in Hollywood because there was like all this drama. Yeah. And it really tripped me up. But the book is really good so far. My book club meets tonight. About the, the flop of the century. The flop, the things in which we left unfinished. By Margot Oshre. Yeah, that Margot Oshre recommended. I like feel guilty. I feel like by association, like the book club. I don't know if, I think, I don't know if everyone hated it as much as I do, but this is the first time in book club history that we actually postponed because people hadn't finished it yet. 
That's not a good sign, right? That's not a good sign. And I don't really believe in like postponing. Me neither. For that reason. No, me neither. And I think we, you know, the book club learned a valuable lesson because once we postponed, everyone was like, I can't do this week. We, we, plan a month in advance and everybody plans their month around it mm-hmm. so unfortunately natalie's not gonna make it tonight which just sucks you know a member of the community not being able to come she's on her honeymoon and so it's like we learned like you don't move like book club no. is immovable because it, once you do we're lucky we got another date even if people don't finish the book like they can still come and talk about up until what they read yeah but i think that also sets a bad precedent i think no because some books like are dnf i know but i think like a prerequisite for attending book club is like you just have to read the book i think it's okay if you if you intentionally did not finish the book. Like you don't have to finish every book that you start if you really don't like it. Maybe. And then you come in and you share why you disliked it so much and you're contributing to book club. But well, like that's what I'll be if doing you didn't tonight. Read it at all. Stay home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'll be. Do- I'll be like negative queen today at I love book club. That for you. Me too. Well, the redheads were actually recording this week instead of next week because of the holiday mm-hmm. and people's travel schedules. So we're all reading the book earlier, and it's a great book, great month to join the redheads. It's always the redheads book club. It's TRBC. TRBC. TRBC month. greater than TCBY. Beyond. And that's that's a high bar because TCBY really is the country's best yogurt. Mm-hmm. Is that franchise like still intact? I think in some places. I feel I don't like think we have this conversation like once a year. No, I don't feel that way. Really? We've had it in like regards once. to TRBC, TCBY? And yeah, no. I think it's like not as prestigious as it once was and as ubiquitous, but I think it's still around. Brian responded. What did he say? I said, would you say that you're my mentor? He said, I mean, aren't we each other's mentors in unbridled chaos? So basically, no. <laughs> so, um, no. So basically, no. Ask him, do you have like... official like mentees do you mentor people are you taking on new mentees so basically what you're saying is i'm not your mentee yes it is the right word do you have actual mentees and i feel like brian does have a mentor i just cannot recall who it is for sure he does i'm fairly certain um his name is rick that's so mentor yeah he's the guy mentor he's the guy he works at Brian's parent company, and he's the one who was on Sully's flight that landed in the Hudson. Remember? How could I forget? And Brian held an event where Rick, who was a passenger on that flight, and Sully reunited, and they gave him an award, and it was beautiful. We were there. It was a beautiful night. Is it just a coincidence that Brian's mentor like, is kind of part of the biggest aviation yes. story in the last century? Or did it's, that bring it's them a coincidence. together? I believe it's a coincidence. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. That's the beauty that comes from a mentor-mentee relationship. That's the power of Sully. That's the power of Sully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've got a great show, right? Anything else we need to catch up on, girly swirly twirly dirly? No, we had a nice weekend. We, we spent some time together. Did we? we had brunch. <gasps> we had brunch. I guess it meant nothing to you. No, we did have brunch, but also the day before that. We did something long overdue for our Patreon. Oh my God, we did. I wanted to talk about that on the show today because I took some of the tips that you gave me. <gasps> just really one for today. Which was? That I, more blush. And I'm going to get a cream contour stick. I think you should. I used to use one, but then I just felt like I would use cream contour and then bronzer contour. So it just felt like an unnecessary step. So, but uh, I feel like my face could use a little more definition these days. So like two years ago, was it? When we sat down? A year ago, I okay. think. A year ago, Jackie and I had the idea for Patreon episodes on you know any given month that we would do this little series where Jackie 
does her makeup tutorial on me. Like I do Claudia's makeup in the style of me. Mm -hmm. And I do Jackie's makeup using her products in the style of her. We did mine. It was such a success. I like took away so many little tips and tricks. I loved the way that I looked. I was nervous, but it ended up being a great piece of content. Cut to literally trying to schedule the appointment to do Jackie's makeup. And it's been a year. It's been a year. And this week I said, bitch, sit the fuck down. Oh, no, it's probably been two years. Yes. Yeah. I keep thinking like, like, I don't think I was pregnant. Right. Thank you. Okay. Two years. Yeah. So on Friday, we actually did it. I got to do Jackie's makeup. It was not what I thought it was going to be. It was an extremely tense, I would say toxic work environment. Mm -hmm. There were scuttlebutts. There were, there was drama. That's what I'll say. There was drama. I won't spoil it. I feel like I've tried to tell you guys like over the years how I really don't like being touched. Mm -hmm. I don't let anyone touch my face. And like no one's really listening listened taken me seriously like believed me yeah and now you know and now you know that I'm not joking okay that I fucking hate when people touch my face but people were then saying like how do you you, you don't get facials right no when it is a professional like wow not no shade to Turdy Lou wow no shade to Turdy Lou who picked her scab before she started my makeup I did when I'm in and a professional I do it again <laughs> when I'm in a professional environment like a facial and even when I get my makeup done by a professional like I'm a normal person there's a level of you know cleanliness that comes with like professionalism like you don't have to worry I know what you mean yeah like they're using you know tools that have been sanitized I, really, I don't think about it also when I'm getting a facial like I, if I'm not wearing makeup, I mind less when people touch my face. Um, and I just sort of give myself over to the process. Like, right. it's really not a big deal. But the idea of friendly fire touching my face, like, no. You guys, it was the craziest thing I'd truly ever seen in my life. Like, you seriously need help. Okay, fine. I need help. Okay, fine. Like, I'll take it. It is what it is. Yeah. I can't help. I yam who I am. You yam who you yam. And that's okay. And that's okay. But we got it all on camera. Patreon.com slash toast. I feel like I've been trying to tell you guys, you know? You have. And no one like understood where I was, like that I was being for real. Yeah. Like I even said last week when we had that hip story. Uh, no, not the, your hip. What? Yes. Dear the, toasters. Dear toasters about the husband who touches the butt. And mm -hmm. she said she doesn't want to be touched. She's touched all day. And Claudia was like, sometimes Ben touches my hip. And I was like, yeah, I hate being touched too, but blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like people didn't hear that. Like everybody that. like hates being touched. But Do like, they? You? <laughs> you were like seriously malfunctioning. Yeah. You guys just watch it. Patreon.com slash a toast. I don't know what that is. It's an issue you have. For condition. sure, but like, what is it about? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that'll be the next Patreon vlog. We get you, we take you to get diagnosed. Yeah, like take me to uh, a facility. A therapist. To get treatment. Yeah. It would I'm just down. be interesting to know. I have no intention of changing. No, no. You've, got, you've made it this far. I made it this far. It's, it's cleaner this way. Yeah, no. You're and good. it's like, it doesn't affect my day to day life except for this Patreon vlog. Yes, well. It made for some good content, so there's that. There is that. Patreon.com slash the toast. And what else can we tell you guys before we dive into like the stories like that aren't about us? The story and the stories that like we're not waiting with baby. There's no breath. breaking news. I mean, honestly, my week doesn't even begin until Wednesday night, you know? Waiting all week for Wednesday night because of Vanderpump rules. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the only thing that matters in the entire world right now. I know. And they should really be doing something about it. Like we need bi-weekly episodes we need something well they're gonna be putting like unedited not unedited but raw more, footage more con more shit on peacock oh. on the reunion like the reunion's gonna have like oh. deeper cuts 
they are just firing on all bravo is like milking this for all that it is like getting the watch weapons live interviews bravo uh, peacock content they had a series high rating series high ratings on finale on finale night. good series well because when you told me that the episode after scandal broke was like the biggest episode in two seasons i'm like what it's not enough. You know, it was a slow build, like with the whole globe. Everybody yeah. had to catch up. So it was the highest rated Series episode. Series high. So it was the highest rated Vanderpump Rules episode ever. ever. That's how it should be. As it should, right. And I can only imagine the reunion's going to break that too. Especially like probably part three. I don't know. I think I think the people who are not like devoted Vanderpump fans are going to lose their patience with the way that they do reunions. I know. I but, but that finale, like, not a moment, not a minute was wasted. Wasted. There it's wasn't true. any fluff. There was no, you know, panning over the city of L.A. So true. Watching people's feet walk across with, like, the street. Fake pop music in the background. Yeah. yeah. So true. Um. So yeah. So yeah, we'll see you guys on Wednesday night, Thursday morning. But until then, we do have the fast five stories that you need to know okay just one more thing from brian he said he doesn't have like official ones that he has like check-ins with um but he said i think he's like but i think we all mentor each other in ways no why do you ask (laughs) brian that's beautiful you know i'll just call him later and explain that that was beautiful yeah i think we all should be like checking in and mentoring and menteeing one another all the time i agree with that but i also think like it's nice to have the one of course the an pers- official like the person who picks you out of the crowd and also the person that you pick yeah. like and then you go to each other will you be my mentor yeah i feel like there needs to be more done in the to foster to, to foster these relationships yeah because it's an old school thing yeah but it's nice it is nice. Well, you know what else is nice? Hmm. Today's sponsor, Chamberlain Coffee. Introducing Chamberlain Coffee's new ready-to-drink collection inspired by Emma Chamberlain's daily cold brew recipe. Chamberlain Coffee just launched four plant-based latte flavors in a can. They're available exclusively at Walmart. You shake them well, serve them cold for the best coffee experience. So Chamberlain Coffee's ready-to-drink collection lets you enjoy great coffee with minimal effort, which is fabulous when things work out and you don't have to do much. Plus, it's easy to bring your new favorite cold brew on the go. So everybody knows Emma Chamberlain, queen of coffee. This has the Emma Chamberlain stamp of approval. We have the canned beverages in our studio. They're so great to have like on the go. You can leave some at your desk, at the office fridge, have them in your house if you're going out, busy mom. It's really delicious. They come in four different flavors and they're available exclusively at Walmart. So you can take your favorite cold brew latte on the go anytime, anywhere. You have coffee on hand to grab in seconds, anytime, and no prep is required. The four delicious flavors are cold brew latte, mocha latte, cinnamon bun latte, and vanilla latte. Um, you know, I'm like weird about coffee. I actually really like the vanilla one. You can find these lattes exclusively at Walmart. You can shop on the Walmart app or online at walmart.com for easy delivery or in-store pickup. For a limited time, our listeners can get a free Chamberlain coffee latte when they purchase a can. Terms and conditions apply. Visit chamberlaincoffee.co slash the toast for offer details. That's chamberlaincoffee.co, C-O, slash the toast for offer details on how you can get a free Chamberlain coffee latte when you purchase a can. Today's episode is also brought to you by Babbel. If you have an upcoming summer trip abroad, our go-to travel hack is Babbel. Whether you're a seasoned traveler or embarking on your first adventure, communication is key to fully experiencing a new culture. And that's where Babbel comes in. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there's still time to learn a new language before you reach your destination. So obviously having a trip planned to like Italy, France, is a great reason to learn a new language. It's super, you know 
makes life and traveling a lot easier. It's also a lot safer. You know, you don't get lost. But also there's really no bad reason to like learn a new language. It's a great thing to do as an adult to like, you know, like a, like a little hobby you start. It expands your mind, expands your horizons. Maybe you can fall in love. You know, you go to France, you meet a cute Frenchman, but you have this language barrier issue. Babel. But Claudia, that's amore. That's amore. Bonne nuit. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in as little as three weeks. Their expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You'll have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. You can choose from 14 different languages with Babbel, and their speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent so no one's going to sniff you out as like a tacky American, you know? Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash toast. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash toast to get up to 55% off your subscription. Babel, language for life. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our first story, Jay-Z and Beyonce paid cash for $200 million Malibu estate. So Jay-Z and Beyonce bought an enormous new Malibu, California compound entirely in cash, TMZ reported. What? Entirely in cash. Yeah, that came out this morning. We all saw this weekend that they spent $200 million on the estate, which is made it the most expensive home ever purchased in California. California. But it's also said to be the second most expensive in the history of U.S. real estate. Um, what was the first? A New York City apartment that sold for $238 million. Wow, when you compare like what you got in that apartment in New York to what they got, like... I'm embarrassed for the person who bought the New York City apartment. Um, and I think that that most expensive apartment is in that new building that's like an eyesore and is having all these problems, like it's going to collapse any minute. So there's a couple of those. They are like these huge, tall residential buildings that like are in the. They're so random. Yeah, they're in the most random areas. They're having enormous issues like with electrical and plumbing. And it's like these people have live in $200 million apartments and they can't flush the toilet. Yeah. Um, that's why I choose to rent, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sources close to the deal told TMZ that they bought the all-concrete home from William Bell, who's one of the biggest art collectors in the world, who took nearly 15 years to build the mansion. The 30,000 square foot property was designed by Japanese master architect Tadao Ando, who was also behind the $57.3 million mansion that Kanye bought during his divorce from Kim. Remember he bought a mansion in Malibu that literally looked like... Uh, yes, uh, a garage. Yeah, same architect. Hmm. Um, originally the home was listed for $295 million, so they actually they got, got a deal. deal. I have a lot of thoughts. My first is I cannot believe they paid all cash because one of my favorite things that I ever learned and probably one of the only things I ever learned from Chrissy Teigen mm -hmm. was when she did a Q&A on Twitter. She was like, do you have any questions about like what it's like to be a celebrity and be rich and famous? And someone asked about mortgages like you guys are so rich. Do you still get mortgages? And she was like, yeah, we just do like you a guys put more. you guys put down like a hundred thousand dollars we put down ten million dollars and we get a 50 million dollar house yeah and i was like oh i actually really never thought celebrities or people of like enormous wealth got mortgages but why spend money if you can get it free from the bank like everyone else so this is shocking because when i saw this at first my thoughts were oh they definitely got a mortgage so they probably put down what like 30 million yeah perhaps but interest rates are so high right now it's really right. not the time Right, that's true. So maybe that's why they thought it would be better to invest their money. Like They're not wrong. Than to pay, like especially at these numbers and those interest rates, mm -hmm. it would be an insane monthly nut. Okay, so that's just crazy. Because like that means they gave up $200 million and they still have like other hundreds of millions to live. But it's really not that crazy because I feel like either one of them could have bought this house and they bought it together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're both. So he's net, he's valued at, 1.5 million dollars billion 2.5 billion sorry 
2.5 million billion dollars and last she was had a net worth of 450 million but she just started her tour and she's about to start her hair brand allegedly so i think those numbers will go up yeah yeah that's just fascinating to me um also like i just don't believe that people even know what their net worth is. No, me neither. Because also, I do believe that Jay-Z's net worth is higher. But I feel like, in terms of like cash accessible to them, Beyonce like does a show, gets paid. Releases a song, gets paid. Everything Jay-Z does is like business. I feel like everything he has is like stock. I don't think he has like hundreds of millions in cash lying around. But I feel like Beyonce actually does. Right, he has like business ventures and things that are worth a lot of money. But I think Beyonce probably has a lot of like money. Yeah. Not like value. I agree with that. Well, the house is beautiful. It is. But let me just say one thing, because, you know, I got to critique the $200 million house. If I was buying a $200 million house, like, I would want it to feel like a house. This whole house is made of concrete. I know that's, like, a very L.A. aesthetic, but it's very modern, very cold. Like, if I really could build any house, like, my house would not be, like, insanely modern. It would be, like, very Nancy Myers, like, tufted couches, linens. Like, it would be huge, and everything would be the best of the best. But the kitchen would look like a kitchen where you're, like, going to raise a family not you know cook meth like these like crazy gray surfaces like it's so cold it's very cold it's not my style either modern homes in general especially like these futuristic I'm just I'm in the past it's basically like every house on selling sunset beautiful really I don't think I would ever live in any of them except I remember literally they got one house in Beverly Hills that was like old school and had a tennis court and like it was my favorite house yeah that's more like houses that look like homes are my style of living Yes, I agree. These This doesn't look like a Selling Sunset home to me, though, because those ones are, like, super modern in the sense that they're, like, all glass. glass. This is, you know, obviously concrete. futuristic. Yeah. Concrete. I think a lot of people thought at first when this house came out that it was a $75 million home to be in and never sold. It does kind of look like it, but it's not. No, but that was a home. That was a homey yeah. home. Yeah, it had, like, and a And it was in, like, lo- Bel Air, Beverly Hills. Where is this, this house? This is on the beach. In Malibu? Yes. Like, yeah. and so that... I, the land itself, I wonder, is worth, is worth how much. Yes, that's true. Well, I'm happy for them. May they all, you know, grow old there. Yes. And I do think California is their, like, primary residence. So this will be, like, their home. I think their kids, like, will live here full-time, go to school in the neighborhood, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice. It's nice. I'm happy for them. Not at all jealous. Happy for them. Are it's crazy paying all cash. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. American Idol has a new champion. Oh my God, we need to talk about this. Iam Tongi mm-hmm. wins season 21. Like, and to be honest, who cares about like American Idol winners? But this season, because of Iam, like took the world by really? storm. So he's this very young, I think he's like 16 or 17 year old kid. 18. Fr- from Hawaii. He, his um, audition went completely viral. He sang this random song, who even knew it? It's called Monsters by James Blunt. And, you know, he had just lost his dad. And the song is about, like, saying goodbye to your dad. And he was, like, very emotional. You know, Katie, Lionel, Luke, they're all parents. Actually, Luke Bryan was talking about how that, you know, after his audition, he was like, you know, I just got so choked up. You know the whole story with Luke Bryan, how I think his brother and his wife had passed away. Now Luke and his wife are raising their kids. You know, she's a mom, Katy Perry. Like, everyone was sobbing. And Lionel he was, and is he, a parent. Of course. And he was so good. But you just, the vocals, it wasn't anything crazy. It was so simple, and he played guitar. And he was just this really endearing, cute kid. It went so viral, Jackie. They literally were talking about him on Joe Rogan last week. What did they say? So Who was Jelly the guest? Roll. Jelly Roll. Was the guest. And then last night, Jelly Roll was on 
American Idol performing with Lainey Wilson. They had so three hours. I saw a commercial for the American Idol finale and like all the performers. Eight to eleven. I'm sorry. It's a lot. That's not okay. Um, there's ads to be sold. There's and you know what? They did a really good job. Clay Aiken and Ruben Stuttered performed together. They like harked back to a lot. Keith Urban was like they were like big return to American Idol. Keith Urban was a mentor, and then all the three finalists sang a Keith Urban song, and he like met with all them. And Ian Tongi, he's like my dad loved you so much. Like him and my mom sang all your music, danced in the living room. It was just it was like really emotional. But then honestly, listen to me. The best part of the night was like Ben ran in because I was watching Succession. He was like, get out here. So he went viral for singing this James Blunt song and then James Blunt came and they sang the song together and neither of them like could stop crying. They literally, it was silent. Like they did not sing. They were just like shaking and crying. Obviously, I'm going to assume James Blunt wrote that song about his father passing away and it was just such an emotional night for Ian. I think he knew he was going to win. It was just, everyone was in tears. Like it was so beautiful. You, ha you will sob. You have to watch his audition. It's truly the saddest thing of all time. Because um, I'm not your son. You're not my father. We're just two grown men saying goodbye. And then when James Blunt came back to perform, I'm like, oh my God, Ian's version is so much better. I had never heard the original song. Um, but they really, you know, that's what American Idol does. They tug at the heartstrings. They're, me and Ben were like sobbing. It was a really good episode. And then, of course, Ian won, which was not shocking. The other girl was actually extremely talented. And if it were any other person she were up against, like, I think she knew. The, the nation has, like, fallen in love with Ian. And there was no way that he wasn't going to win. Yeah. You know? Um, that's beautiful. I didn't know any of this. Yeah, no, it was really, he really made the season, like, extremely relevant. I mean, they were talking about on Joe Rogan. And then... So Jelly Roll was like, you have to watch this and explain the whole background. And then they sat there and they're both sobbing. No, Joe lying. Rogan is crying. Lying. Yes, I swear to God. You know, they're both dads. Like, it was... Like, Ian, every person who watches the video, like, is touched by him. He's, like, a very special person. Oh, and the best part, they do this thing where, like, all the finalists have, like, a hometown parade. And he went back to Hawaii. And, like, they're so proud of him. And, like, when he got off the plane, they were giving him lays and doing the dances. And they had this whole concert for him. And Jack Johnson showed up. And, like, they hold a moment of silence for his dad. Like, it was really, it was A-plus TV. Yeah, wow. It was really well done. Wow. And I think he's going to be a star. I mean, obviously people are making, you know, immediate comparisons to him for him to Israel come away yeah. because they're both Hawaiian and they play guitar and they have like a, they do have like a similar, very soft spoken. I think it's like a, like very traditional Hawaiian kind of vibe. And he's going to, he's, he's going to be huge. I'm telling you. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that video. You oh, know, you're not gonna be okay. Like, make sure your makeup is my off. My makeup will be off. You yeah. are alone. This makeup runs. Yeah, this mascara runs. Just be alone with your thoughts. Like, once Harry's down for a nap, like you are not gonna be fucking okay. Okay. The song itself was also just so sad, and I hadn't heard it. And actually, what makes me feel like really kind of special is me and Ben. We haven't kept up with the whole season, but every now and then, like when we're bored, we'll watch American Idol, and we watched his thing live. And we knew in that moment, we didn't even you need were to witnessing history. Yeah, we knew he was going to win, and we knew he was going to be special. And we were right not wow. to make everything about us. But Ben's obsessed with him. Ben was crying. Well, I'm so glad that he won and that, and that people are glad that he won. Yeah. No, it was a real celebration. I, I felt for the other girl. She was a very talented country singer. But, you know, you don't need to win these no. shows. Winning is like a nice thing. But once you make top four, you either are going to be famous or not. Gabby Barrett, who literally is a Grammy winning nominated. or nominated country star, didn't even win. Like, yeah. And the other guy who win, I ain't seen him 
since I don't know Who when. Won? I don't even know. There was like two other people, Maddie and Caleb, and then they Maddie were like dating. And, and I don't know if they went. Who cares? Like winning really actually means nothing. Yeah. But, but I'm sure in that moment, like you're on a high of and then course. it comes down. And she was great. She was really talented. And they both came out with original songs. Like really American Idol's kind of killing it. Wow. I wonder how many, I do wonder like how many people watch American Idol. Because they were saying when they were introducing Clay Aiken and Ruben Studdard, they were like, you know, 17 years ago on this very stage, 40 million people tuned in to watch Clay Aiken and Ruben Studdard. Yeah. 40 million people. That's it, like how many people now watch the Super Bowl, which is like the biggest event of the year. Yeah. It's not crazy. We're all splintered off doing our own thing, siloed, watching alone, binging. Binging. But also like we're there's the boys. We're not a part of something. No, we're not. No, I don't think it's the other competition shows. I just think it's the nature of how we watch TV now, our behavior. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, it used to be like, this is the one thing that's on at eight o'clock and we're all going to tune in for it. Oh, yeah. and it's good. Right. Right. I mean, the three hours was like truly out of fucking control. Yeah. Nevertheless, we persisted. That's beautiful. Thank like, you. I'm glad to know about EM. I watched the 90 minute episode of Succession and I still had an hour left of American Idol. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. Nuts. But a 90 minute episode of Succession like is also crazy. That's no commercials. It's actually the same length. Oh my God, you're so right. No commercials. 100%. Are you ready for our next story? If it's the next story that's brought to you by Squarespace. It is. All right, you guys, anybody need to start a website? You know, you're getting into blogging, maybe starting a side hustle, e-commerce. Well, Squarespace is everything you need to sell anything. Squarespace has the tools you need to get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, and secure payments. So whatever you're selling, Squarespace has merchandising features to make your products look their best online. Like video blocks, you're able to connect your social media accounts. You can get really great insights into your traffic overview. So basically you can see how your visits, unique visitors, page views are trending over time. You'll gain insight into the top traffic sources, products, device types, browsers, operating systems, etc. And the best part is the content ownership. So you basically own all the content that you put on the Squarespace platform. They offer a one-click data portability. So if you want to start a podcast, maybe you need a website for your podcast. If you want to start a blog, you need a website for your blog. And it can be very intimidating if you don't have like a background in engineering or computer science. Squarespace is so easy. You will get a website up and running that looks so professional. Looks like you had like this big company of developers behind it. Looks like you had a mentor that's what it looks like but you actually just had Squarespace and if you check out squarespace.com slash toast you'll get a free trial and when you're ready to launch you can use the offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain so I think a lot of people are like well where do I even buy mentormentee.com Squarespace does everything from start to finish so once you're once you're ready to launch your website use code toast at squarespace.com you'll get 10% off your first purchase but head over to squarespace.com slash toast for the free trial and then when you're ready to launch use offer code toast Today's episode is also brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. When you look at bags of dog food, you'll see pictures of bright carrots, juicy steaks. But then you open up the bag and you're getting burnt little smelly little pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. So The Farmer's Dog is real food. Feed your dog The, do the Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food. It's made with whole meat, vegetables. It's gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve the nutritional value of the food. There's so many benefits. Like, obviously, you know, you want to feed your dog the, be the best stuff out there but with Theo once we switched to fresh dog food his breath he has had literally I just thought that was like a Theo thing he's just had the worst breath always there's such a difference in his breath there's such a difference in his energy his coat is really shiny he's very regular in terms of his bowel movements it's because I'm feeding him things that like are natural you know that's that's for Theo like the best of the best food that's like real food right honestly the biggest thing for me was the breath and honestly you can't put a price on it 
to, to be completely honest. Um, the meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs. It's conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get 50-50% off your first box plus free shipping. The Farmer's Dog, Strice Bro approved. Strice Bro approved. And that's not a label that they just give out loosely. No. It means something. It means something. Next story. Taylor Swift says she's never been this happy in all aspects of her life during the Eras Tour stop this weekend. It was a crazy weekend, Eras Tour. It was. I mean, every weekend is Eras Tour is kind of crazy. I know. Boston, like, is the Gillette Stadium, like, has a special connection with Taylor. I think it was the first stadium she ever played, like, after arenas. It was the first time she ever did a rain show, and then, like, that's when she fell in love with, like, playing in the rain. She just has, like, a unique connection to the community over there. She did get a rain show on Saturday night. I think it rained a little Friday night, but, like, Saturday was torrential downpour, three yeah. and a half hours. She didn't stop the whole time. Um, they got some amazing secret songs it was it was tough but I feel like every city like has something special about it that's At true least it's felt that way like last week was Philly her hometown before that was Nashville her mm -hmm. other hometown like there's always an argument to be made then like New York is gonna be welcome to New York I just really hope that's not the show I'm at like I don't like really love that song but it's so obviously gonna be one of them yeah I think it'll be the first night which night are you going I don't know, because I'm still waiting to get my tickets. Hopefully not the first night. Yeah. Okay, well, anyways, she took a moment before performing her track Midnight's, her track question from Midnight's. Which was like such a crazy surprise song. I feel like that was the surprise song. Yeah, I feel like songs from Midnight's like are really not, except she did You're On Your Own Kid, which everyone was like crapping their pants over. But felt, it just felt random. I feel like Midnight's are not contenders. Like I feel like we're going deep on like deep cuts with the surprise songs and to get a song that came out two months ago is like weird. No, and like, doesn't she do a lot of Midnight songs? So if like, it didn't make the... The cut. Yeah, that's interesting. But it, everyone loves that song. Yeah, no, I just thought it was crazy. But before she, I mean, since she gave them questions, she also gave them, you know, a fun fact about herself. Mm -hmm. um, she told the crowd, quote, I've just never been this happy in my life in all in all aspects of my life ever. And I just want to say thank you for being a part of that. It's not just a tour. I just sort of feel like my life finally feels like it makes sense. So I thought I'd play this song, which brings me a lot of happy memories. I just feel like it's such a crazy thing to say that after being in a six-year relationship. Like, oh, I'm out. I'm so happy. Like, it's so funny, first of all. Second of all, I feel like it's so interesting to me because I could have guessed that this would have been one of the happiest times in Taylor's life, just like based on, like as an observer. Uh -huh. um, and I feel like there were so many years where all Taylor wanted was like what she has now. Like that 1989 era, which was iconic, but she was like trying really hard to have like a million friends and be like the biggest thing and the best thing and have everyone love her. And once she and stopped- And have like the, the show outdo itself every single night with all the guests that yep. she was bringing out. Yeah, exactly. And they did and it was really big and hype, but this is like happening in such a natural, organic way. Right, so it's like once she stopped trying to be that bitch, she became that bitch, which I feel like is just a good lesson for everyone, you know? Yeah, but it took some time. Like it wasn't just too from 1989 trying and then to eras no it's no organic like she did reputation which was like the opposite of 1989 which is like i hate all of you yep, yep. and you get nothing from yep. me except what i give you and you'll like it yep scraps love that for her yeah and then lover which was i don't i feel like for me i love the songs from lover but i really do feel like that era was so put on like no it's such a shame 
because the more I think about it, the thing with Taylor's music, which is so iconic, is really you need to spend time, you need to like get far away from it in order, to, in my opinion, to like really appreciate it. Like every time an album comes out, like by the next album, I'm now hyper fixating on the one prior, mm -hmm. you know? And with Lover, I'm now in my era where we don't like respect Lover enough because it was packaged in this like really kind of corny, corny, perfect word, aesthetic, where you thought it was just going to be like dreamland, fairy cloud, pop music. And I believe it's some of her best work. There are like probably five or six songs on there that are probably her best songs ever, but we never like give it the attention because it's like silly lover. And I agree with what there, there is something, there was something inherently wrong with the way lover was promoted because I don't think it was taken seriously. Yeah, and it just felt like so inauthentic at the time. But like Death by a Thousand Cuts, Miss Americana, Cruel Summer, Daylight, Afterglow, The Archer, like those are literally some of the best songs ever. Mm -hmm. And nobody thinks of it because it's just like Lover, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I also think then like Folkmore and Evermore, like she had to go through that, it kind of freed her. Yeah. Like it showed her that she could put out whatever she wants and that it's going to be like so loved. She mm -hmm. doesn't have to do all the marketing. She Corny. could drop, like that was the first time she like dropped an album the day after she said she was gonna. Yep. And, and it was her biggest. And it was her biggest and like everyone just totally fell in love with it. And so then she was able to start kind of like a new and fresh and, and that brings us to where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. So back to where what, she can also like celebrate herself. Like this is a celebration of her and her history. Yes. Yes. You mean the tour? This tour. Yeah. Yes. And so to hear that she's the happiest she's ever been, like I could have guessed. Yeah. But I also feel like, yes, it's shady to Joe because I thought I was, you know, the one. Right. Literally. But I feel like in a lot of her relationship with Joe, other aspects of her life we're not as happy as they are now. Like her career, like she was with him, you know, when she was canceled mm -hmm. and Reputation and then Reputation wasn't nominated for the Grammy right. and Lover wasn't, and Lover was only nominated for pop vocal, not like overall. So I feel like those were some harder years career-wise. And she's saying like on all aspects of her life that things are really good. And I, I don't think it's just shady towards Joe. It just No, me neither. I just thought it was like hilarious. No, I know, I know. But like, I actually think there's been so much discourse around her relationship with Maddie. Like, you know, sensitive like distressed millennials being like I'm so disappointed and I think this was like a very like subtle way of her saying like I'm really happy fuck off like mm. I'm, I got it under control like I'm 32 years old like I know what I'm doing you know yeah I, I think there was definitely an element of that and I like that because, because I, I like, like it. it. But why do you think this song brings back happy memories what is it about what is this song about I thought it was about Justin and Selena no here's the thing the way I have no fucking idea what question is about, can I ask you a question? Have you ever had someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends was making fun of you and 15 seconds later they were clapping too? What did you do? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. And who? Who's who? kissing who? Who? Good girl, sad boy, big city, wrong choices. We had one thing going on. I swear that it was something because I don't remember who I was before you painted all my nights, a color I've searched for since. But one thing after another, fucking situation, circumstances, miscommunications, and I have to say, by the way, I just made like some explanations. I have literally no idea what's going on. I have no idea. It's such a confusing song to me. It's a bop, but I don't get it. If somebody could, you know, drop in the comments, like, what the fuck is this song about? I had heard it was about Selena and Haley. I mean, not Selena and Haley. Selena and Justin. I still don't get it. Maybe she just has fun memories of, like, writing this song, you know, with Jack. 
Okay. Maybe not like the memories from the song, but the memories of writing it and like being in the studio and just like vibing out with her besties. Asking questions. Maybe that just happened to be like a really particularly fun day at, at the office. Sure. Sure. I like that. Let's go with that. So then some of the other secret songs. Should have said no. Everyone's marking themselves safe, which is so funny. I think you guys are sleeping on Red. No, that's really like an amazing song. That was tough. No, but you you were like with your tongue out, like I'm fine. I am fine because I'm waiting for peace. And so any song, and, and you know why else I'm fine? Like I am a part of like a very blessed group of individuals. Like I got out of the woods and 15. Like I am a probably, that's probably one of the top three surprise song combos. Like I feel blessed. You think so? What are the others? There was one this weekend, that right? Was that was the Friday night one. Let me find it. Hold on. Was really, it was really kind of next level stellar. There's this Instagram account that like posts them all. Let me just find it. I think Snitch tagged yep, them that's, today. I'm literally on Snitch's thing. When she marked herself safe. Yeah. Because she's waiting for long live, which was supposed to be last night. People just made that up. Oh, I don't wait, think, I'm sorry. No one's getting long live. Do you know what I mean? You feel? No one's getting it. Like to give it to one group, it's like the fact that it's not in the set list means it's not coming at all. I think someone's getting I it. I don't. I think they are. You see people are selling the rainwater on eBay. I did not see that. People are not okay. You saw people selling their contacts that when That's they saw funny. the show. That I would buy. These lenses have seen Taylor. Okay, like, why am I So you're saying these lenses oh, have um, Taylor? Okay, no, wait. So that's, sorry. I'm, like, really having a hard time. This Instagram account's really on point. Take your time. Um, I am. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. This was tough for me. On Friday night, they got better, man. That was on my list. That was, like, because one thing about me and why I feel, like, better and it's been more special than everyone is, like, I have loved that song long Since. before... Taylor ever even released it. It's LBT. And I like looked past my hatred of Little Big Town and I saw the song for what it was. And I've had a connection to it ever since. And I used to watch, she had like one lowly performance in this like documentary about Bluebird Cafe that was on YouTube and Scott Borchetta is like talking over her in the documentary, whatever. I lived with that like YouTube video for so many years. Like now I have obviously other things thanks to her re-releasing it. But like that was hard for me. And but the other song that night was should have said no. That's a really good song. And she recreated. So she has this like turnt performance at the ACM Awards, like when she was eleven years old, well, no, like sixteen, of should have said no, um, where she's like standing in the rain. Like she doesn't sound her best, but she's having fun. And she does this thing where she changes the octave of the chorus to a higher key. And she did it. And everyone was like creaming their pants. You should have said no. You should have gone home. You should have thought twice before you let it all go. It's really oh, good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then um, question and. Right. No. Invisible. That honestly, like justice for those people. Like those songs are fucking horrible. Like, in, I love Invisible. So do I. But like, come on. Like I had, but they got the rain show. Yeah, so they're fine. Um, and then last night was I think we he got knows. a rain show when we went to Reputation. We did, and it was like like drizzle. It was like a mist. It wasn't bad. And our secret song was Enchanted. Was it? Mm-hmm. I think she just played Enchanted. No, no, I remember. Like I'm not as attuned to these yeah. things, and I just remember like that we got Enchanted. Something special. I think so. No, I, I remember. I remember hearing Enchanted. Let me know if that was part of the rep tour set list. I don't think it was because I've watched Reputation documentary like a thousand times. And Enchanted's not in it. No. So that's what we got. Wait, that's like so crazy. I know. Because it's like 
not a song you get, you know? Right. That's like a long live. Yeah. Right. 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 I think someone's getting long live. I don't. Like, I really don't. You think there are some that she, like, I don't. The thing is, it's like, that would be like her not playing, like, shake it off. It's like, do you know what I mean? Or that's like, okay, no, sorry. That's the wrong. It's like her not playing all too well 10 minute version and then giving it to one show. But it's not. No, it is. It's like a special song for the fan base. So like, why isn't it in the, the tour? I don't know. Because she only sings one fucking song from Speak Now, which also makes no goddamn sense. Maybe she's trying to build up hype for Speak Now. No, but like that seriously, like if I could ask her, if I ask you a question, if I could ask her one question and be like, what the fuck with Speak Now? Literally like your best album. Like we all like love Speak Now. Everybody she's knows. about to speak the hell out of now. No, I know. But like, so what we all went to the Eras tour and we didn't get one era. Like we all, all we got was Enchanted, which is amazing. But like, what the fuck? Like, I seriously, like I have questions. Huh. Okay. It's an intentional thing. But you do still think that peace could happen? No, one thing about me is like, I know peace is not happening. Because you know? it's too personal to her. No, and there's like, ev- there are songs that are about Joe and like, she's not singing them. And peace is literally like the one. It's so sad. So I'm just like being delusional. Well, so like what's your second? I'll read you my list. Yeah, read me your list. But honestly, my I list. I should make a list. For my fun. list is kind of like thinning out because yeah. Better Man was on there. Okay. The Other Side of the Door is on there. And Forever and Always. And those have all been played. Um, but I would say my second, like I would really not be okay if she sang You Are In Love. Like I love that song. Okay. Um, long story short as well, because if I'm in the presence of Taylor when she says, pass me. I want to tell you not to get lost in these petty things. Your nemeses will defeat themselves before you get the chance to swing. I'll pass away. Okay. Um, and The Way I Loved You. <gasps> That's a great song. So those four songs, are, I do believe we will get You Are In Love. And if you watch my Patreon vlog, you know that when she sang Out of the Woods, she gave like a little speech before she told us what song it was. And she literally described You Are In Love. And I thought we were getting it. Because she was like, it's from 1989. It's a song where the chorus repeats itself. You can hear it in the silence, silence, mm. silence, silence. Mm. It's literally a rep. And I was so, I was screaming. I thought that was it. And but Out of the Woods is just as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not complaining. But like I was like, like I thought, you know. Got it. Okay. Well, Taylor's really happy. And that's our Taylor talk for the day. Yeah. And it was plenty. Yeah. And there's going to be Taylor talk every day. Because Taylor's in her Taylor era. One, th- one thing about me, I'm talking about Taylor now. I spoke about Taylor yesterday. I will be talking about Taylor tomorrow. Yeah, because Taylor is the news right now. Taylor she is, is the moment. The music industry. Yeah. Like, and it, it constantly cycles, and this is Taylor's turn. Yeah, it's so Taylor's we talk turn. about Taylor. It's Taylor's turn. So we and talk about Taylor. So we're taking turns with Taylor. And she'll be back in New York this week. I know. Oh my God, I have to hit the town every night this week. I totally forgot. You gotta get dressed and stay alert. I gotta get dressed and stay alert. But like, I can't. I'm so tired. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I'm making dinner plans, like now. Oh, yeah. We have our big dinner plans in two weeks. Yeah, Jackie and I, like, have a double date that we literally scheduled three weeks in advance. <laughs> like, she made a Google Calendar invite and everything. I'm excited, but... It's a good way to make sure we get together. Yeah, no, it's just kind of crazy. Like, yeah. the Google Calendar. Yeah. Just, no, like, to go to dinner. It's crazy. But you but know we'll what? we glad we did it. But we're doing it. We're doing it. Okay, our next story, some hosting news, some mm-hmm. switch up, because Beat Shazam has a new host and DJ, because Jamie, Jamie Fox, Fox is, is sick. going through an unspecified health crisis. He's reportedly out of the hospital and on the mend in physical rehab. So we haven't spoken about Jamie Foxx because nobody knows what's going on with right. him, and I just hope he's okay and takes the time that he needs to get better. Yeah. But usually he hosts Beat Shazam, and his daughter DJs Beat Shazam. Uh-huh. So... 
the new host while he's out is, is the daughter Nick Cannon. Oh, and filling in for the DJ spot is Kelly Osborne. Kelly Osborne is a DJ. She's a DJ now. She said, I've done DJing before, but it was more like making a playlist and hitting play and dancing around. Oh, so we're all DJs. I we can't claim to be a good DJ at all. The house DJ, DJ Irie, was showing me a few things. It took me a minute to get across all the equipment, but by the end, I had it under control. So now she's the DJ. Okay. Um, I want to say, like, Nick Cannon is a professional host. He'll do a great job. Like, mm-hmm. perfection. Um, question mark. Question mark. Can Kelly I Osborne. ask you a question? Why is Kelly Osborne DJing a TV show? <laughs> no, like, why does Kelly Osborne like? Look, I'm trying not to be like a hater, but like, why does she like keep getting like good gigs? Like, why was she on Fashion Place? I don't know. I mean, it's obviously like a little nepotism. Yeah, of course. But and also, I'm, I'm not against nepotism. But there's also like there's plenty of nepo babies in the industry who are out here hustling and who are and DJs. She, <laughs> Literally. And she's just always is chosen. Like, maybe people just really love her. Maybe, maybe she has, like, a good, good agent. Good Q score. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, like, I, I I don't feel one way or the other. No. Have you seen that clip of her saying, like, Spanish people are, like, like cleaning toilets all the time? Like, she's, like, really, like, no. woke, whatever. And then she, like, accidentally exposed herself as being, like, incredibly, like, she was, like, talking about, like. When Im- is it from? From when she was on The View. When was she on The View? Like, as a guest. Okay. And she just, like, she got herself in, like, a heated political debate, and she was like, well, if we don't let in Mexicans, who's going to clean the toilets? Like, she was trying to, like, (laughs) yeah, no, and it was really bad, and it's, like, a clip. It's, like, one of those clips that goes viral, like, every day, and it comes across my TikTok all the time. Okay, next time you see it, send it to me. I've never seen it. She was, like, saying, she was, like, talking about, like, immigration with Trump, and she's like, well, who's going to clean the toilets at your hotels? That's what she said. It's like, uh... Anyone can clean the toilet. Like, it was, like, a crazy fucking thing to say. And ever since then, that's, like, that's where my mind goes when I think of Kelly Osbourne. Where does your mind go? It goes into a fog. Yeah, of yeah. Of different hair colors and different jobs. Yeah, hair colors and jobs. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, she's not just one thing. No, you can't put Kelly in a box. No. It just goes to, like, her sitting at, like, a pre-pre-red carpet table. Yeah, yeah. Talking about what she thinks someone's going to wear. That's pretty much it. That's where my mind goes. We have got to go on Beach Shazam, you and I. Because, like, we know the lyrics to every song and we would be so good at it. I used to think, like, I was really the perfect person for Beach Shazam. But I've watched a few episodes and it's really hard. It is hard because they choose, like, oldies. They choose, they don't choose Taylor Swift. Yeah. They choose, like, random, like, bat mitzvah songs, like Earth, Wind, and Fire and stuff. But it's a great concept for a show. It is. I still think we would do a good job. I think we could hold our own. Yeah. But I, I don't think I would be like the Ken Jennings of Beach Shazam. No. And I think like if we go on as a duo, like we probably shouldn't go on together. We should go on with like someone else, maybe someone older who, you know, because someone, we cover the same. We cover the same. Bases. It's so true. Yeah. But it is a dream of mine. I feel like manifested, sis. That's what they say. That's yeah. what the kids say. Yeah. There's like this thing on TikTok where people are like, I manifested this brand partnership. And it's like, mm, no, you didn't. You like tagged the brand a thousand times. Like manifesting has just become code word for begging. They're like, I manifested this invite to this event. It's like, no, well, the last time the brand had an event, you were like, I want to go tagging the brand. So they invited you, you know? Right. It didn't just happen from the universe right. it manifestation. Didn't, like seriously materialize right in front of you. Like yeah. you, you worked for it and you got it. Yeah, you achieved it. You didn't manifest right. it. Right. Yeah, that's a, another word means nothing. Means nothing. I, I don't like to use the word manifest. And whenever someone's like now, like it's it's a good way to end the conversation. Oh, just manifest it. Oh, is that what you were doing to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. No, but I also think, I guess manifest means to like speak into existence. 
Yeah, or it means like a piece of paper with names on it. Or it's like, some, I feel like there's so many things that people manifest. I'd love to see the list of things that didn't come true. Uh, literally my life. Like, literally everything. But it's like the one thing that says manifestation you know, really works. I'm like, I hate the word manifest. If I see, there's like a content creator who like, I was thinking about following and then she's like, I manifest. But you know, our little know. sis sometimes says it. Well, she's young and she'll learn. She'll learn. It's true. It's I, true. I did silly things when I was young. <laughs> All the time that I regret. And she'll she'll come to regret this this time in her life. She will. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Is it the fifth and final story that's brought to you by Perfect Bar? Yes, it is. This episode is brought to you by Perfect Bar, the original refrigerated protein bar that you know and love. And today's a very exciting day because Perfect Bar is launching a new line of protein bars called Perfect Bar Layers. So Perfect Bar Layers are a new line of crispy protein bars that are stacked with three delicious layers and packed with whole food nutrition. They're made with a crispy base of peanut butter and cat peanut and cashew butter. They're layered with dark chocolate or 100% real fruit, and then they're sprinkled with toasted gluten-free oats. They're packed with up to 11 grams of protein, and they come in two delicious flavors, crispy peanut butter and chocolate and crispy peanut butter and berry. Basically, a healthy and delicious peanut butter and jelly. Because they're made with whole food ingredients, they're classic blend of over 20 superfoods, and they contain no artificial preservatives. Perfect Bar layers are stored in the fridge, which is something we know and love about Perfect Bar. You know, it's legit. That's why it goes, like, legit stuff goes in the fridge. Crap fresh. goes in the pantry. It's fresh. You could say that these bars are stacked and packed. If you aren't already convinced, they're also non-GMO project verified. They're soy-free, kosher, gluten-free, and low GI. The Perfect Bar layers are now available to purchase online, and we have an exclusive offer just for the toasters. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com and use the code TOAST for 15% off your first order. That's perfectsnacks.com. Use code TOAST to get 15% off your first order. Can't wait to hear what you all think about the Perfect Bar layers. This is our first time with Perfect Bar with an actual discount code, so make sure you head over to perfectsnacks.com, code Toast to get 15% off your first ardor. Thank you. You're welcome. Our fifth and final story is a rumored romance that may or may not be totally true or totally okay. false, but just worth discussing. It's worth hypothesizing. Harry Styles is oh, yeah. reportedly getting close to Victoria's Secret model Candace Swanepoel. The crooner has reportedly grown close to Candace, according to The Sun. Quote, Harry is one of the biggest music superstars, so it's not surprising supermodels are lining up to date him, a source told the outlet. What grandma wrote that? Like, He's got history with Victoria's Secret models and has been linked to six others who have all walked in their fashion show. But who's counting? The insider and that Candace is one of Victoria's Secret's most successful angels and Harry would be lucky if he managed to woo her. So let me say, I actually do think this is true. It's very believable. It's on track with like clearly his taste in women, women who are older than him and taller than him. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, and I don't know if it's because like I wish this was me, you know, I am constantly like uninspired and let down by Harry's choice in women. Okay, I agree. Like, he has yet to be with someone that I'm like, that's it, that makes sense. Like, this is so obvious. I just, I don't know. It's like, who do you want to see him with that's not you? Because you're married, so that's why he's not asking you out. You. <laughs> like, I don't know, just somebody on par in terms of age. Somebody, like, different. I don't know, like, another model. It's just like so, and there's nothing wrong with models. I'm sure Candace is great personality. It's just like, come on. On. It's so unoriginal. It's just not creative. It's not inspiring. But wasn't he dating like some food chef Instagrammer at one point? And, like, I remember reported on it um 500 years ago and she had like 10,000 followers. Yeah. And like that was different. I don't remember. It, you. That's not what I mean when I say different. And you know what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I don't know. I don't even know who I ship him with. I just want him to surprise me. 
Like the reason I believe this is because it's so predictable, you know? Yeah. I agree with you. I just, I don't know. I want something like fun and fresh and exciting, like a, like a Sydney Sweeney type. I don't know. You know, and I know there's a million reasons that that can't happen, but I don't know. So someone his age or younger. Yeah. Someone who's like having a moment. And also like he would. Someone like young Hollywood. Like together they would just. Rise. Like Kaya Gerber if she were single. Mm, no, Kaya Gerber like is like a little boring for me. Ooh, okay. And she's a model and you're not into that. Yeah, I just, I have nothing against models. Honestly, I just feel oh, like. Look at the list. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone on our, like. Our I, list is a little more mature because it's like eligible people for yeah. marriage. It's not really everyone single in young Hollywood. Right. Cammie Marone. Love. Love Cammie Marone and Harry Styles. Okay. Love, love, love. I'm just going to put my phone Leave down. it, like leave it. That's it. There we go. Manifest it. <laughs> I love. <laughs> That's a good couple. And I feel like it'd be honestly a step up for her. It's very hard for who she's going to date next. Like everyone knows her and she's very accomplished on her own. But, you know, obviously a lot of her fame comes from being Leonardo DiCaprio's long-term girlfriend. And it, where do you go from Leonardo DiCaprio? Harry Styles. Harry Styles. That's really like the perfect way out of like that trope for her. Yeah. It's kind of how like when... Gigi Hadid broke up with Joe Jonas. We were like, oh my God, well, what's Joe Jonas going to do? And he actually ended up with somebody on Gigi's level, like somebody better suited for him, you know? Yeah. Like it was the perfect way out. He could have gotten pigeonholed like as that guy who once dated Gigi Hadid. Yeah. But no, he got the perfect girl for him. That is Cammie Marone. No, Harry Styles is Cammie Marone's ticket out. Yeah. And I for love him that. too, his ticket oh. out of just like relationships that aren't working for him. No, this is like... He needs a little bit of stability. He's always on tour. He's the biggest rock star in the world. She's very artistic. He, he needs to, a little bit of grounding. I think that the right relationship could do that for him. And she's like a nice girl. I feel like she's always, you know, hanging with her mom. She's family oriented. I like it. I love it. Because I like it. I like it. I love it. I, I want some, some more of, of it. it. I try so hard. I can't rise above it. That's our show. That's a beautiful way to end this show with a manifestation of a beautiful couple and a beautiful song from a beautiful girl. Stop. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so that's our show. One of four this week. Reminder, there is no show Friday or Monday because we believe in taking bank holidays seriously. So that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I, Radio, Castbox, all the places. Web, you listen to podcasts, but doesn't just leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have a great Monday. Love ya. Bye.